Hello, everybody. Matt here with a quick aside. So, we recorded this podcast for the first time over Skype. And despite us using decent mics and recording things locally, we had some technical snafus, as you might imagine. Um, Tom's mic will click for the first, like, 10 minutes. I apologize. I've tried to minimize this as much as possible. And then my mic decided to bugger up. Um, so everything's a bit scratchy my end. And then we lost 20 minutes of the podcast in the middle. Yay, technology. So it's not as easy as it looks. I tried to restore this as much as I can. Sorry you won't hear my thoughts on Hellblade, Yakuza, and a few other things. Um, I like them. Ask me on Twitter if you really care that much. Anyways, enjoy the episode if you can, and I totally understand if you can't make it all the way through, because in all fairness, it was a bit of a pain to edit. Okay, cool. Well, on with the show. Thomas Ross Parry. Matthew Stevenus Boyle. I'm coming to you through the internet. This is a miracle. We are literally sat across from each other, but on other sides of a very large body of water. It's interesting. It's not a table, Tom. It's not a table. It's the ocean. It is. But more importantly, Thomas, you know what else it is? It's Tom that attack. You're damn right it is. Excuse our uh, intro there, because this is brand new territory Uncharted for us. Waters! We're experiencing this miracle of the internet, that we can still do this podcast while I'm in living in another yes, country. Yes, while you are living la vida loca, as one famous man once said. It's bio-digital jazz, is what it is, Tom. It's been a while. God, yeah, almost two months, I guess. If not a bit more. I... Yes, when did we last podcast? Yeah, it was a while ago, wasn't it? It uh, was, yeah. So, uh, how's things been <laughs> during that time for you, Matthew? I mean, I, I did see you last week. You did see me last week, yeah. Funnily enough, I was in Denmark on a uh, flying visit. Uh, fortunately, it was such a flying visit, we didn't have a chance to sit down and uh, podcast, but we're doing it Unfortunately, now. Unfortunately, so. yes. Uh, we didn't have the time because... Well, you were only here for, like, what, two days, three days? Two days, really, yeah. A short was, trip? Yeah, short trip. Necessary trip. Bringing to back grab more of your stuff. More of my stuff, yes. Uh, when I left Denmark, for Tom and Matt Attack listeners, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory here. I had a lot of stuff in Denmark, and uh, I needed to uh, collect some more stuff that I wasn't able to uh, bring with me. Because my moving was very uh, rushed by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I collected those bits and pieces. They weren't the important things. I'd already taken back games, of course. Yeah, exactly. I can see that you're actually surrounded by a, a wall of CDs. Oh, you've never seen this uh, room, have you? Not from this angle, at least. No. No. Yeah, Phil Collins is everywhere. I mean, that's how I feel on a day-to-day anyway when I'm not actually surrounded by him, but that's how it goes. Yeah. 
So yeah, how have you been? I guess we should start off with a quick recap of how we are doing. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, well, personally I'm doing rather well. I'm presently uh, looking for work in the UK. Uh, I, I actually had a very good interview the other day for a, for a job um, in the toy industry. Yeah. And uh, I'm just waiting to hear back from that. So it's a, a very surreal time at the moment, uh, really not knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> no. Uh, I should hopefully hear something more tomorrow. Well, fingers crossed yeah. for you, mate. Yeah, thanks, Matt. No worries. And, yeah, I've just been in Denmark, working away, wedding planning, lots of things going on in my life as well, but yeah, nothing as busy. exciting. No, I think. I, I think getting married is particularly exciting. Hard work, though. A lot of hard work, yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. But it, it has meant, to be honest with you, that I haven't... Well, I, I'm stuck to my hiatus of video games, this thing I was talking about yeah. before we went off the yeah. air. yeah. I haven't really played any new video games. I have been playing a lot of one particular video game for the Game Boy for the 100th episode of Biographic, which I literally finished recording today and I've got about 20 hours of footage for. So it's a long one. 20 hours, Matthew. Wow. Yeah. Very few games on the Game Boy that are that long. So what's this, an RPG? Can you say? Um, Kind of. It's some sort of a, a story-based adventure game. One would perhaps say it was an action-adventure. For the Game Series Boy. with a long lineage. Oh, of... it's, it's Zelda, isn't it? I couldn't say, Tom. <laughs> That's my Maybe guess. Maybe it yeah. is. Maybe it isn't. That's my guess. And I yeah, assume but... it's a link. No, what's it called? Uh, the, ga- the Zelda game on the Game Boy, not that I'm confirming this at all, is called Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, Tom. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I know Link's Awakening. That you do, my good boy. Have you been playing anything? Oh my, I tell you what, I've been playing little things here and there. I played The Last of Us for a little bit yesterday, because I finally picked that up. Not, yeah. on, not on PS4, on PS3, actually. Okay. I've been playing quite a lot of Dragon Ball Z games, all sorts of them. I got quite excited about the new one coming out. Tried that beta, couldn't get a match, no matter how no, hard I, I tried. And uh, so I decided to play some other ones I already had and pick up a couple that uh, I was missing. So I've been playing quite Fair. a lot. But the, the game I've been playing the most since I returned back to the UK has been The Sims. Ooh la la, yes, you told me about this on your weekend excursion last week. This is the original Sims I've been playing the most. I also picked up Sims 2 for the Mac as well, for my older Mac. Uh, yeah. And and funny enough, Sims 4 for my latest Mac, although I've hardly played Sims 4 because I, I turned that on, right? Right. Oh, oh, it was all different. I didn't like it. it. It was not the same, so I turned it off again and went back to uh, Sims 1. And I, I can tolerate Sims 2 at the moment because that's okay. got some so... nice new additions. But uh, Sims 1 for me is where it's at. And uh, I've got all the expansion packs here. Uh I've only installed one of them so far, and that's uh, Living It Up. Living It Up? Yeah, uh, which, I remember that one. Which adds a lot of much-needed content to The Sims. Uh, not a lot, though. You, you get a few more crazy bits and pieces. If you play The Sims, you know what I'm talking about. And then I got Hot Date. Yes. You got a hot date there, Matt. On Holiday. Do you want me to Unleash. keep an eye out for Sims expansions? Because I see them Superstar. all the bloody time. The only oh, one I remember Superstar. No, I have them all, apart from 
making magic. And I have a theory why making magic maybe is a little bit more hard to come by, because it was a last Sims expansion, meaning everyone playing the original Sims will still be using that disc to play it. Uh, but I guess a lot of people will have moved on. Yeah, I can't imagine yes. there's too many people playing original Sims, but I do consider it to be a classic. I think a lot of people would agree with you there. Yeah. I wasted many an hour playing the original Sims. I think also in my, in my current state, when I'm thinking about wanting to get a job, wanting to settle down, get a house, I'm being able to experience this virtually. And it's quite satisfying when you when when you still it's a long road to get there in real life. Yes. But oh, oh, oh! What's happening? I don't know. I think I'm still recording. Sorry, technical glitch. Yep. Yep. I'm still okay. recording. Good. Okay. You're still here. Sorry, my like. my little um, garage band thing was pop flashing up there. Yeah, we are we are Sorry. trying out new uncharted things, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Apologies <laughs> if it ends up being crap. We'll figure it out later. Yes, but uh, yeah, you can fulfil your dreams in The Sims, even if in reality the the road is a little bit tougher. <laughs> oh Christ, that sounds depressing. You can't say that. It's just like I have all of my friends in one house and they all be rich and successful. Yeah. Is that why you were playing The Last of Us? Because you were just like, well, this isn't depressing enough. <laughs> I found it for £8 in CX and I thought, well, now's the time to pick it up. I got it on PS3. I think I said that, didn't I? Yeah. Um, surprising, that game doesn't have to really install anything. No. It's like got 50 meg, uh, you need 50 meg to play it. And then uh, it's just got some long load times at the beginning, and then it's pretty much plain sailing from there. Yeah, pretty much from what I remember. Yeah. And the, well, to be honest with you, I don't remember a lot <laughs> other than being depressed. So Yeah. It's, it's a very engaging game. It's, very, it's amazing to witness that on a PS3. I mean, you had the same experience. Uh, yes. Visually, this is close to what you may uh, experience on the PS4. I'd say you know there's a few more jagged edges, edges here and there, but mm -hmm. it's still a very impressive technical feat for its time. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, been playing quite uh, a lot of stuff. Been picking up a few things here and there as well. Yeah, I I played off a load, a lot of games before Christmas. Um, mm. I I pretty much completed a lot of the stuff I was playing. I will give a quick recap of that stuff. Though, to be honest with you, it's been a month and a half, and I've slept since then. <laughs> so I don't think I could really articulate how excited we'll, we'll do I our best considering by those games. Yeah. Um, one of the first games I beat was Night in the Woods. Uh, um, I've heard nothing but good things about Night in the Woods, Matthew. Did you play this on your Mac? I played this on my PlayStation 4. Oh, really? Um, I thought yes. you had it for your computer. Originally, I had backed it for my Mac when it was only Mac and PC, yeah. but then a PS4 version became available, so I just asked to record for that. Ah. So I finally got around to sitting down with it. And you know what? It's bloody brilliant. I've it's heard this. a well-written game. I don't know necessarily how I feel about the end of it, but I think the characters, the story... And the gameplay, I mean, it's essentially a visual novel dressed up as a platformer. Yeah. But for all intensive purposes, it really does the job, and so, I really enjoyed it. So there are platform elements to the game? There are, yes. You are. You play as May or Mai, I, I think her name is Mai, the cat, and you're walking around, and 
you have to essentially there's a few little bits of like you having to jump up places and whatever and she kind of ragdolls all right jumps but most of the game is essentially around you being back in the small town after coming home from college and you're not really addressing why you've come home from college back Mm. to your small town but everyone's moved on and everyone has lives Mm -hmm. and some people are quite nasty to you and just like oh i always knew you'd be a failure and some people are kind of respecting your decision and it's really really well written did we talk a bit about this before I think familiar. we did. I think we talked about the start of it. Yeah. But in completion, as I said, the writing in it is fantastic. It's actually one of the games that once my my drought of right of playing games is passed, I will go back and play again okay. and pick other routes. Oh, there is some, some replayability as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have an option in the day to day of who you want to hang out with, mm. and so by picking one or two of the other characters you completely miss out on developing relationships with them. So it all ends the same way, I think, but it does have an impact as you go along. Yeah. I'm just starting to consider something now uh, in regards to a technical thing. I... The input on the microphone is not coming through the microphone, but through the computer's... (laughs) Oh, great. So actually, the microphone's not actually doing much at the minute. Okay, then. Well, let's just say, let's take a short break and get back to you. Yes. Okay, now we're recording again. Okay, hopefully this sounds better than before. So, uh, something we haven't covered on the podcast, actually. Since I moved back, I got a Nintendo Switch. Uh, Very happy with Nintendo Switch. I actually did a video today on it uh, for Blast Process. So, if you're interested in hearing my full opinions on the Switch, then you should definitely uh, keep your eyes peeled on our YouTube channel for that one. Uh, But I'll just give a brief little overview of how I feel about the Switch. It's amazing to play games of the quality and scope of something like Mario Odyssey on a portable console. And I imagine I'd also have that same experience if I was playing Zelda on it. Such a a game of um, immense uh, beauty, let me say, and uh, finely honed uh, gameplay. Um, Playing that on a train or a bus or wherever is uh, a little bit mind-blowing, not something I've ever experienced before. They're also, um, at least Mario Odyssey, very well suited to quick goes, you know, uh, just... uh, because uh, there's just little things you can do, like get a get a moon. Uh, you collect moons, obviously, Mario Odyssey, as opposed to stars. And uh, some of them are quite easy to pick up, and it saves very frequently. And you can, you know, make some progress on the game, even if you're only playing for, like, uh, 20 minutes. You know, so it's fine for um, short journeys as well. It's great for me as well, as I've said multiple times on this podcast, being able to take the console that I am playing my games on with me wherever I'm going. So Mario came out while I was in the UK while we were doing wedding planning and stuff, which meant I could buy it there, put it in, because thankfully the Switch is in region locked, mm-hmm. and then on my way. Yeah, perfect. Yes. And it's a stunning game, uh, it's Mario Odyssey. Uh, the only other game I own on a physical format for the console is uh, Rabbids, uh, yeah. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which I think is great because I don't have a game like that, I don't think, in any other system. Again, it's very good for uh, portability. 
Yes, it's a game it's you can. It's also a very good game. It's a very good game. I don't feel like I'm great at it yet, and I feel like I'm I'm missing a lot of the uh, skills uh, that I will eventually be required to have. Uh, I'm quite early on in yes. the game, so I can get through it with my limited knowledge of the system and how it works. But I you think, will pick it up. yeah, I th- I it is very accessible. So that's one um, other good thing it's got going for it. I'm sure I've called it this on this podcast but it is very much a my first XCOM mm. which as someone who is not very good at XCOM I greatly yeah. appreciated. Yeah. I think what for me changed the game a little bit is when you could find out you could do that slide move and yes. get in like two attacks in one turn mm-hmm. or more yeah I, and then you've got the jump thing haven't you to consider too. So yes. there's, there's a lot of depth to this, and I, I'm not making the best use of it yet, but eventually I, I hope to get there with the game. And I promise you, like, mastering those is pivotal yeah. to you actually beating the game. Yeah, I imagine it was. Yeah. But great presentation, and uh, it's, it's a fun game, very colourful as well. Yeah, it is, it's good. I uh, picked up a few digital-only, well, not digital-only games, um, well, maybe they are. I picked up the Namco collection, Yeah. thinking that... Uh, that was the only way to get Pac-Man Versus, although it is free. Yes. <laughs> the Pac-Man Versus aspect of that is free, so I didn't realise at the time. Um, nevertheless, I have some Namco games I can play on the go, and they're well suited to the Switch. Yeah. Uh, things like Gallagher and Splatterhouse and Pac-Man and such. And then um, I've also got Graceful Explosion Machine. Yeah, I hear that's good. It's a great game, and I enjoyed it thoroughly on the PS4. It's a perfect portable game as well sonic mania because i'd already bought special edition so yeah. uh i had to get that one and what else uh there might be something oh poyo poyo tetris yeah very yeah, happy to digitally yeah bought that i bought that digitally the only physical games i have are mario odyssey and uh marion rabbits you mentioned something while you were here last yeah. week as to the state of physical games yeah. in the uk okay you said there weren't really that many of them around. Really? Did I say that? I can't remember I'm saying that. I'm pretty sure you did, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you and your girlfriend and I were having a conversation about you not really being able to see any second-hand games anywhere. Well, oh, for the Switch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For the Switch specifically, uh, someone like CEX doesn't have them on the shelves because there doesn't seem to be many of them, so they stick them in the uh, cabinets at yes. uh, what I feel to be overpriced, you know. They could buy a second-hand copy of uh, Street Fighter 2 for the, the Switch for £40. Wow, I saw that new while I was in Hungary for about 25 Yeah, And I was tempted by it, but I was like, oh, I'll just wait and get that Street Fighter collection. I don't need it for the Switch. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, that game should be cheap, and it should be available at a cheap price on the uh, digital store as well, I think. We are talking yeah, Street Fighter 2 here. Yeah, but I mean, like... <sighs> Yeah, they tried to make money out of it, and then they're releasing this collection with all the Street Fighter games on it on the Switch anyway. So yeah. it's like, well, I'll get that. I did see a few things actually in Hungary that I've never seen before for Switch peripherals. I finally saw that headset that they released with the squid adapter thing for Splatoon. Oh, I've not seen that. No, me neither. I saw a few of them. They look quite cool. Yeah. I did actually see that Hori's put out a wireless joy- uh, joystick for the Switch, though, already. Oh, yeah. Is that the big expensive one? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it seems to me, Tom, yeah. I, I'm, I know I'm not a game peripheral designer here. Yeah, yeah. But if you were to make a big arcade stick, 
surely you should just put a place to dock the switch on the arcade mm. stick so it looks like a small arcade. But maybe there's a problem there with the uh, impact from playing the arcade stick, you know, would dislodge Perhaps. the switch from its connection. Because you can go maybe. quite vigorous yeah, with maybe it. Yeah, maybe people were, like, punching switches in the office. And yeah. Like, yeah, I think there's, the, there's that's probably the reason why that doesn't exist. But it's a cool concept. But I mean, like, you could just elevate the switch so you've got an area to punch, like you do with uh, those small, well, like, Namco. easy if you, attach, if you could attach the switch to the back of a seat or something and then have a fold-out tray to put the um, arcade stick on, you could have a portable arcade. Yes. That's nice. That's a nice idea. Yes, that would be nice. Uh, but regard, in regards to the Street Fighter collection, I, I don't think I'll be getting that on... Switch. I'll probably just get on one of the home consoles because I'll more than likely want to play it with an arcade stick, and I'll just use one of the arcade yeah, sticks I already own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's cool fair. to have them um, portable. I do have uh, some of the Alpha games on the 3DS, so they're portable, and and Street Fighter Two. So, oh, man, I'm so looking forward to playing Alpha again. I love yeah. Street Fighter Alpha. I, I think uh, for me, what's the most enticing thing about that collection is it's got Street Fighter Three on it, which isn't a game that gets on these collections normally no well i mean neither does alpha in all fairness mm. well there like, was the alpha usually... collection on ps2 yeah but i mean there was also the 10th anniversary edition of street fighter on the ps2 that came with two, ah two well it did on the three. xbox and in japan oh, really? but uh i don't think street fighter 3 was released on ps2 outside of japan oh, it wasn't included with street fighter 2 unfortunately, in the UK at least, yeah. Uh, maybe in America it was as well, but you had to get the Xbox version to play Street Fighter 3. In Europe, that's a shame. Yeah, bit of a shame. But still love Street Fighter, <laughs> still playing that game, and I was very uh, wowed by uh, Street Fighter 5's arcade update recently. Yeah. Uh, what it adds is it, it does exactly that. It adds the arcade mode, but not only one arcade mode. It adds like six, each one themed around a version of Street Fighter. Yes. So Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Three, and you'll play characters connected to those series, and they can range from like four fights to like uh, ten fights. Or yeah, there's, there's quite a lot of content in there, and you get to play on some of the older stages. They've been reimagined for uh, Street Fighter Five. Uh, yeah. With remixed tracks, uh, I got to play Sakura uh, during the uh, first week, I think, or first few days of its release, and now she's locked yes. again because she's a season three character. Oh, see, I heard that, yeah. and I almost bought Street Fighter Five to get Sakura because I yeah. thought that one week lock was. Yeah. If you play it in this one week, you will get. Sakura, no, you won't. That she would be in this. In fact, oh, well, that's a, shame. a lot is locked out. You may upgrade your copy of Street Fighter Five to the arcade edition, but a lot of the stages are locked out that you can't play in multiplayer. I think you can still play them in arcade mode. They still exist in there, but if you wanted yeah. to play multiplayer on them, you can't. Um, and and the characters too. What's cheaper is to buy the game retail than to buy the downloads to upgrade. Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, you might as well just buy another copy of it. Yeah. Un well, I mean, in all honesty, this was the same last time, yeah. right? Didn't we do this with... I have two physical editions of Street Fighter Four. Yeah. for this very same reason. So it's lovely that you get the arcade mode, and that's free for all players, and it's a fantastic addition to the game, which should have been there to begin with, as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> 
but uh, you you still are faced with screens of character rosters where most of that character roster is unlo- is locked behind purchases. So you can yeah, see them, true. but it's got a little shopping trolley icon over them. So, wow. oh, can I play as this character? Oh, no, sorry, I haven't bought that character. So you can't play as Sakura or some of the other ones. That's kind of dumb. Uh, what I hope will happen eventually is um, they'll be discounted on PlayStation Network. The uh, first two seasons will get yeah. heavily discounted. Well, that sense. And then that will allow... Uh, people who picked up the original game just to uh yeah upgrade like that yeah yeah i smell like something's burning hopefully not yeah that's odd um i can see nothing on fire via your webcam so no at least that's a good i think thing. it's downstairs <laughs> okay good hopefully not okay so hopefully Again, all that's not burning down while we're doing the podcast yeah. today yes yeah, I think I've, uh, I think I've covered most things I've been playing. I've been picking up a few games as well. Uh, I don't know if you saw my recent uh, pickups video that I did. I have not. No, so I... this is a fun little story. I was in Tesco the other day and looking around, not finding anything of any interest. Usual overpriced games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for some reason they were selling uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare for just five pounds, brand new. Yeah. Uh, I already had that. Um, I bought on Xbox with the Modern Warfare. Uh, you know, copy Modern Warfare with it yeah. uh, for just £10, so wasn't bothered yeah. about that. But I got to the back of the store and uh, there was some uh, little stand of bargains and such, but it, nothing was priced up um, yeah. until I picked up a game and saw the back and saw the reduced price sticker. Uh, I picked up the Bioshock collection for £4.38, brand new. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of these insane deals in Yeah, Tesco had them, that for sale for about £10 maybe a month ago. Which is good, yeah. and I thought that was quite a good price for it. Uh, also, I picked up Prey for five pounds. Wow! As well, yeah, that's very cheap here as well. I've seen it for about eight quid. Yeah, and uh, I also picked up uh, Dirt Rally for six pounds. That's all right. So, really great, and they had other games in there as well, like Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Ukulele, and Rise of the Tomb Raider. All I think below ten pounds. Wow! You know. Crazy prices. Yeah. Check out your local Tesco's folks. Unfortunately mine in Matalba is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it depends what Tesco you've you've got near you, isn't it? Some are better than others. Yeah. But uh, even uh, the girl on the till who's obviously a gamer was seeing these guys I can't believe it. She was saying, How are these so cheap? I said, I don't know. Yeah. Because uh, it was unusual because they weren't they were actually the proper copies of the games in, uh, in the, dual cases, in the sec- yeah. yeah in the security boxes. Unusual yeah. for Tesco because they usually um, don't put the games out on yeah, the yeah. shop floor. So that was a fun little uh, bargain opportunity. Yes, yeah. sounds like it. Yeah, and I've been on eBay a little bit. <laughs> Oh, really? uh, I haven't actually haven't you? in the last month. No, I've looked at a few things, but I haven't bought anything from there. Mm. Well, I told you already about some picking up some Dragon Ball Z games here and there. Yeah. Uh, Have you got Final Bout yet? I've got Final Bout. I had that a while, actually. No. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't I give you my Japanese copy of Final uh, Bout? No, no, no I, I got a copy of Mike. Ah, yeah. okay. I thought I'd given you my Japanese word. Fellow Blast Processor, that, Mike Davis. Yes. Oh, wow, because I love Final Bout. 
<laughs> I mean, as almost as much as you love Zero Divide. Yeah, but I love I love fighting games in general, even if they are terrible ones like that. Hey man, Final Bout was my Dragon Ball Z fighting game for a wow. time. I didn't know any better. I apologize. Uh, so I picked up Raging Blast Two for the 360 recently. That's got a Raging Blast. Yeah, that's got a movie on it. Yeah. As well, I don't know where else you could watch that movie, but it seems specific to the game, so... I would imagine YouTube. Yeah, probably. Uh, Taito Legends, for the original Xbox, I had the second one, but I yeah. didn't have the first one. I had the second one on PS2, so I thought, i get the first one on the original Xbox. I don't have the first one either. It's got, I thought I did. It's got your favourite on it. Bubble Bobble. Yeah. Yeah, it's got uh, some other Bubble Bobble games as well. I think it's got Bubble Symphony on it. I'm not sure about the conversion, though. It feels a bit weird. You could probably say better than me. Uh, there's also... I got Dragon Ball, the original Raging Blast for PS3. Yeah. Uh, and did I buy any other? Oh, yeah, of course. I've, I've been uh, buying Sims games, haven't I? So I bought Sims yeah. Busting Out for GameCube, which yeah. is a slightly improved version. Uh, it's close to how the original uh, console Sims game played as well, which I picked up for PS2 as well for next to nothing. I have many, many PS2 Sims games you are more than welcome to have. <laughs> I think I, have I might have the them. Oh, I haven't got the I herbs, have, no. I have uh, Sims Castaway. I haven't got that one either. I've got a few Sims games that came in a bundle that are literally sat by my feet and I will never play, so you're more than welcome to them, Tom Barry. Well, I'm certainly interested in Sims games. Uh, ship them to you. <laughs> Who knows? I might be back soon. I don't know. Exactly. Um, Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Tag Team for the PSP, which was a game I never knew existed. Me neither. Until recently. It was a later PSP game. Uh, I also picked up a couple of things from CX the other day. I mentioned The Last of Us. I also picked up Ace Combat. Uh, one of the Ace Combats for PSP. Yeah. I forget what it's called. And uh, Puyo, Puyo, Puyo Pop Fever for the PS2. Yes. Okay. Good shout. Yeah. Good game. I think that's that's where we're at with games that I've uh, picked up recently. Yeah. Um. Nothing really exciting in my end in terms of pickups. Obviously, I've not been playing things, so I've not really been buying them either. Uh. I got a co- I got a copy of Kirby's Block Ball. Uh. When I was in Hungary doing some wedding planning. Oh, I I played that. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. But I, it was boxed, and I've never seen a box copy, so I was like, oh, great, cool, I'll get that. I got a copy of a game called Rope and Bombs, which is a... <laughs> Rope and Bombs, right. Rope and Bombs, which is kind of like Pipe Mania from what I've seen in the back of the box. It's by a Swedish developer, a game by game that's been recently made, so hopefully I'll play that by next week and let you know how that is. And I've also picked up some SingStar games for the PS2. You don't want to hear about those, like Ski Party and Schlager, because they're German-only releases and they were less than a quid, so I was like, go on then. Okay. Yeah, but other than that, the actual only thing I've really picked up that I'm at all excited about this time is uh, Soldam. Oh, I can't. Is... You told me about this the other week, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a puzzle game for the for the Switch uh, that was originally on the Game Boy. Um, yeah. And I hope to cover it quite soon in a delayed January because obviously we're almost at the end of January and I haven't even put out the hundredth episode yet. So I'm looking forward to playing that. It's a bit like Poyo Poyo from what I remember. So it's all good in the hood. Yeah. 
And I got some of those neon yellow Joy-Cons, which you saw in their beautiful oh, real-life Oh, yes. It was very, very neon. 90s uh, sports um, gear. And I love them. <laughs> yeah. I, as I've said on Twitter when I posted the picture of having them, I was given them by my mother-in-law to be as a Christmas present. Mm. The box does not do the 90s ass sportswear justice it it looks very washed out on the yeah. box because it would require special paint i think i guess they're kind of like this uh, usb stick that i've got here yes a little bit they're almost highlighter color but a lot softer yeah like a highlighter but but softer yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fun um i tell you what well we're, we're, we're talking here um i just remembered that i've been uh playing a bit of shenmue one recently Oh, really? Yeah. Cracked out a dream. Uh, this is uh, with my friend Gareth every Thursday night. Uh, we've been playing a day of Shenmue. And okay. it's been the most wonderful experience. We've Because uh, we're both very familiar with the game and played it numerous times. And playing yeah. through it again together, it's kind of hilarious because you grow so attached to the characters and there's weird personalities that you encounter within Shenmue. Yeah. That it's a very, uh, it's a very fun trip down memory lane. And also, you remember what it, where you have to go to do things. And the thing we've got to try and stop doing is going directly to the point where you know you have to go because you miss yeah. most of the game. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you've got to... It, it's fun to try and find things maybe you didn't get in other playthroughs as well. Shenmue is a kind of game where you can miss things. So we're yeah. trying to kind of find things we haven't seen before but it's a unique experience it's a joy to play it again and we're doing it now because of course Shemu 3 is coming out by the end of the year I would hope supposedly, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it is I put my money on that now that'll be a 19 game it's quite easy to play on the on the Dreamcast though I've been hearing talk about oh we need the uh, HD versions now you know yeah. because it makes sense for those who've never played Shemu before to get up to speed uh, hey man, I know a lot of people who love those Dreamcast games who unfortunately their Dreamcasts have died. Yeah. So okay. it makes sense. But playing it myself on the Dreamcast, I felt like this I don't need to be playing this on a PS4. I think no. it's quite still quite playable on the Dreamcast and uh, it's accessibility though, isn't it? Yeah. It's not about the the need to f- have it in HD. It's yeah. the need to just have it at yeah. all. Yeah. I am someone who just bought Street Fighter 3 again Xbox 360 for 3 quid the other day. <laughs> yeah. Just to have it on the 360, yeah. It must be really disappointed for you though to play Shenmue right now. Why is that? Because you've played Yakuza and you know it's a bad oh, game. Oh, <laughs> well, I've been telling um, Gareth uh, he should get on Yakuza. I said he could yeah. borrow Zero, but uh, he's a bit tied up with other things at the minute. He's been playing a few other games here and there, so. Fair enough. Okay, right, on that rather scandalous and controversial <laughs> note, then let's call this a day and hope that this podcast is at all usable. Let, yeah, if it is, we don't know, do we, at this point? No, we don't. If it is, you will find it in a variety of places, such as on tomabatattack.com forward slash podcast, blastprocess.com, as well as the YouTube of those very things. You can also listen to it in Stitcher and iTunes, where all oh, good podcasts are. I will say on air, if you are having problems getting to the website, you're not the only one, because yeah, my BT so, Web Protect says don't go on it. As part of the stupid thing of us getting hacked, 
there seems to be some issue with some people redirecting to it. I promise you the website is fine now. So if I if I time. was to continue anyway, I'd be fine. And we wouldn't be, would be having okay. any malicious problems. No. See, the issue was someone had gone into our directory and wasn't using the tomomatattack.com forward slash podcast. They were using tomomatattack.com forward slash and then yeah. a random string of numbers and letters. Yeah. And that, unfortunately, has knocked our all about credibility on the web, which is super annoying. Have it you also means the Twitter one linked to us now. Also changed the layout? Um, I updated the WordPress. Yeah, the layout is, is different, but the problem is the logo doesn't appear yes. fully. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. That wasn't an issue when I checked it on my computer, so I'm hoping that it's not completely messed it up. Yeah, it uh, cuts off the bottom of the logo when you're in Oh, it. great! Yeah, that didn't happen okay. like a week oh, ago. It depends. Ah! If you shrink yeah. if you shrink the browser really small, it all appears. But when you scale the browser up, it it yeah. Doesn't scale ah, with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's be honest, who's browsing Tom on <laughs> Well, I hope there's a few people. Yeah, well, I mean people are getting the link from there anyway, it's okay. Yeah. Anyways, on that note, <laughs> if you can't find us there, you can find us on Twitter at TMACast or also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. Mm. Yeah, so let's hope this works. And as always, Tom Parry, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. What do we say at the end of these podcasts? I can't quite remember. It's been that long. We say a final thought. We say, what do you do with all those pound coins you can't spend anymore? Oh, right. Have you got a load of yeah. those? <laughs> Oh, shit. I guess you could try and take them to a bank. Yeah. Or sell them go. to coin collectors. Let, let us know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, write to us on TMA cast. Because I was in a different okay. country, so... Yes, yeah. you were. Okay. okay. Been a cool pleasure, again. Matthew. Right. Great talking with you again, after all this Always time. Always a pleasure, Tom. Yeah. Coolio. Yeah. Right, yeah. So the actual thing, then. Uh, it's... it's game on, I think. It is indeed. Bye. Game on. Bye. <laughs>